hello and good day. Thank you for joining me. I know it's been some time. I'm back. And uh, if you're just tuning in to uh, this uh, particular broadcast and transmission, uh, thank you for joining in. And uh, this is a faith-based broadcast where we take a look at our human relationships. When I talk about faith-based, I, I mean faith in God. And to the more extreme <laughs> in our world today, uh, we understand from a, a biblical perspective, scripture, that teaches that not just in the Torah and Tanakh, which prophesy about the coming Messiah, but that it teaches that Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, is the Son of God, and that he was crucified, died for the forgiveness of sin, was resurrected from the dead, and lives today. So in this very um, monumental action um, that our Heavenly Father Abba orchestrated for our redemption in Christ Jesus, we have restored fellowship. We have restored fellowship with our Heavenly Father Abba. And who is the only door to that restored fellowship? And we have direct access to our Heavenly Father. And we can take that as our lifeline <laughs> to not only life eternal, life more abundantly, but to be cleansed from our old nature, to be cleansed from our sin and disobedience and rebellion against the, the living God. We, 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 we cleanse in the sight of the Lord. We are made righteous as sons and daughters of God. And we begin to bear beautiful, beautiful fruit to do good on the earth and to spread the love of God because this is the command of the Most High. Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. In a messianic perspective, this is what life is all about. This is the purpose of life, to love the Lord God. In scriptures, it states that God is love. God is spirit. God is love. And to remain in that love is to be united with him in, in God, in Christ, as one, completely one, and as vessels and instruments expressing that love here on earth. Now, I'm perfectly aware that there are those who disagree with this. They don't, uh, they don't believe in historical Jesus or Christ. They don't believe in this. And this is a part of our free will here on earth that we can uh, believe uh, or we can reject this message but the truth of the message still remains right the truth of this message remains and the important matter of it all is that if we don't abide in love here on earth and that aspiration well it, the earth will deteriorate as it is now in a destructive pattern because why our hearts growing cold our hearts it, it, which is desperately wicked who can know it as the scripture says is desperately wicked and also in the enticement by the adversary of our souls 
Because we do have an adversary that seeks to destroy humanity and those who participate in this destruction of humanity is, is this ongoing warfare that, that we are a part of as sons and daughters of God. However, we have, be, we have the victory because we know our Heavenly Father, who's the sovereign king over all seen and unseen, has healed, has brought healing, is, is restoring, and will restore. Just as in the times of old, the ancient world that went wayward with, with wickedness, there was a fresh restart with Noah and his sons that the Most High brought upon the earth. And what do we have as a symbol of that promise that he would never flood the world again? The rainbow, as the scripture teaches, that's been hijacked. This beautiful rainbow, the message anyway, the beautiful rainbow as a symbol of the Most High's promise. Sometimes you'll see it after the rains, rainfall. But we have a promise in Scripture that the Most High will restore the earth. He will eradicate evil in the great day of the Lord. He will eradicate evil off the face of the earth. And we know that the enemy will be made, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, footstool we know that Jesus Christ is at the right hand of the father until his enemies are made his footstool so we know all these transitional things that happen in the time of the Gentiles being over we know that these transitional times are coming coming closer and closer we're living in historical yet also biblical times and there's so much happening in the world today, as you may have seen. There's a sh great shaking. And if you look at my previous broadcast around this specific time, I would encourage you to to, to look at those broadcasts because um, there's a lot of nuggets in there as far as our understanding. Thanks be to the Most High God. Revelation and revealing to us. Giving us his truth in the word of God to guide us and to lead us, to navigate. And the scriptures teach us to trust God, to trust Adonai, to trust Adonai. It is a firm foundation to depend on Adonai, despite what may be happening around us. We can have shalom peace, a wholeness, a connectivity of self-control and guidance that will help us navigate through the waves of the sea and the storms and the fiery darts <laughs> that come and uh the strength and power of the living god is more powerful than any other uh type of power that can ever exist the power of god within you the holy spirit of the living god coming upon you when we confess our when we when we confess our sins we believe in jesus christ and we turn from our wickedness and repentance. That means to turn from our wickedness, to turn from our rebellion against the living God, to serve the living God, to love the living God, to humbly come before him, to recognize he is the one true God, the only living God. 
when we recognize that we have we become sons and daughters of God when we believe in Jesus Christ. We, we, we become sons and daughters of the living God. We're guided by the Holy Spirit of the living God th that teaches us, that guides us. We're connected. We recognize that connectivity. Every soul, every human soul is brought forth by the living God. And we have an opportunity to create a beautiful world. We have an opportunity to spread God's love now. We have an opportunity to experience the beautiful kingdom of God here on earth through our restored fellowship in Christ Jesus. And, and it's through this restored fellowship that we become the light and salt of the earth. And I know some may disagree with this and say, oh, no, the, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Just hand it right over and just sit in the corner and just relax. Nothing to see here, folks. We're just going to be waiting till we leave this world. But we are to remain active. We are activated as when we become sons and daughters of God. We are activated. We are warriors, ambassadors for the kingdom of God. And when I say warriors, we war in the spiritual realm, in prayer. And we petition our Heavenly Father, who's a ruler and king, and we participate in his heavenly work. We participate spreading his love, be guided by his truth. And not the truth of artificial intelligence, the truth of and guidance by the living God. We ask Adonai. We don't seek divination. We don't seek other things. We don't seek grass and how it moves in the wind and tell us about our day. We seek the living God. We seek the living God. We ask Adonai. We have restored access directly to the Heavenly Father by the power of the Holy Spirit of the living God. We are guided in his truth to be the light and salt of the earth. This spreads creative innovation. This spreads our God-given endowment for creativity. This is a human endowment by the living God. And you have the godless rejecting this you have you will have the godless refuting this god giving an endowment seeking to replace humanity we will not be replaced we are the light and salt of the earth we are the vessels of the living god behold i have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions this is yeshua Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. And you say hurt you. Well, all these afflictions happen. All these sometimes we face uh, these various battles. Well, guess who won the war? I'll give you a spoiler. Alert. The living God has won the war. We have won the war. We have restored souls. We have restored souls. So even though our bodies may be taken, our souls are redeemed. We have redemption. We are whole. We have life. We shall not die. I don't care who tell We do not die. We live eternal in Christ Jesus. We live eternal. We are eternal vessels. We are made whole. People seek eternity and artificial intelligence, and they're seeking eternity and digital devices. We cannot achieve eternity without that redemption, that antidote for our sin is in Christ Jesus. That's how we achieve redemption, and that's how we achieve true victory. We are always winners. We may lose battles, but we will win the war. We are victorious. We are on the winning team. Some spend time on the wrong team. I spent time on the wrong team. We are 
in rebellion against the living God. We have people worshiping Satan. We the the, the hates our guts. These demonic forces, the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, the demons. They hate our guts. They want us dead. They go from generation to generation, deceiving, lying. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips and a deceitful tongue. This we are in a spiritual warfare. We are in spiritual warfare, spiritual battle, but we have the victory as sons and daughters of God over these demonic spirits, the demonic spirits. And may the Lord rebuke you against high level forces. May the Lord rebuke you. But demonic spirits, we have authority over in Christ Jesus. By Christ Jesus. We are made righteous before the living God as sons and daughters of God. We have the Holy Spirit of God in us. We have authority over demonic forces. And once we realize our authority in prayer, in scriptures, the temple of the living God, in Yisrael, the, temp the temple of the living God, the Most High Adonai says, my house should be a house of prayer. As sons and daughters of the living God, our temple now is our bodies and as our bodies are the temple of the living God we are to be a house of prayer get rid of the money changers get rid of all the exchange the monetary exchanges and we are prayerful warriors of the living God we enter into the spiritual realm see some people enter into dark practice they enter into the spiritual realm and I go into this extensively in other broadcasts Please, I encourage you to check this out. But we, as I want to talk about the sons and daughters of God in this broadcast, more so the power of the living God and the authority we have in Christ Jesus. That we don't have to stand back and stand down. We can stand up and speak out. And that's more what the enemy wants. He wants, he wants us to stand down and shut up. And we cannot stand down and shut up. This is the year of pay. This is the year of the mouth. And it started off with muffles. And we will continue to speak up. In 5783, the year of our Lord, <laughs> according to the Hebrew count, we will speak up. We will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we will take authority in Christ Jesus. So we enter into the prayer realm. We petition. We have communion with the Father. We communicate. We enter into silence we, to hear the word of the Lord. My sheep hear my voice. We enter into scripture. We, 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 we meditate on the word of God. We're led. We live as vessels of the living God. We are united as one. We have are like-minded in that love that we share and that we spread upon the earth. And this will bring creativity, innovation, instead of people working together to destroy and have destructive acts upon humanity, we have people coming together to create beauty upon the earth and constructive productivity with one another. We're not creating a, a society to control and dominate other people at all cost and to hurt and harm other people for our own self-gain. We're, we're working in, in aspirations of uplifting one another in love to have productive and, and fair mutual exchange. We're not tipping the balances and 
ripping people off. We're, we're not tipping the balances and exploiting people and hurting the poor, the widow, and the orphan. We, we are uplifting humanity and we're helping humanity. We're having a fair, e equal exchange of energy. And, and I do something. I'm serving you. You give me exchange. We are exchanging energy. We are ridding ourselves of energy vampires, people that suck our energy with negativity, that want to destroy us, to drag us down. They want to entice us and seduce us with our fleshly pleasures so that we are weakened, so we, we are downcast, and then go in for, this is how snakes operate, folks. If you look at a snake, if you've ever been around a snake, you may see some similarities. People are referred to as snakes because they, they just, ugh, you know, their behavior their behavior resembles a snake. So I'm saying, well, 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 what is a snake? Well, a snake, let's say, as a predator, slithers about, finds his prey, monitors his prey, watches his prey, his movements, different things like that. Then, when he notices a moment of weakness after studying the patterns of the prey, the snake moves in for the kill. <laughs> for the kill. The moment of weakness slithers in, slowly squeezes his the prey, squeezing the life, very slowly, squeezing the life out of their prey. And eats it, okay? Devours it, consumes it. This is how the enemy operates. In that moment of weakness, we have two options. In that moment of weakness, we can either cry out to the living God or succumb to the enemy's advances. It's a downward spiral. The more we give in, the more we're not watchful and alert, the more we're not sober-minded in, in situation awareness at all times, then we can fall victim to the enemy's seduction and often it doesn't the enemies like in the garden doesn't tell you straight i'm trying to destroy your destiny i'm trying to take your dominion i'm trying to destroy humanity it doesn't tell eve straight right it doesn't 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 tell it straight <laughs> tells her in this uh mingled m message truth mingled with lies and then go in with a straight out lie straight out outright lie this is what we see now oh we're here to help humanity it's like you know oh we're here to help humanity we're, 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 we just want everybody to be safe and we just want to just go about helping the world and we want everybody to be kind and and that's public privately it's dark they got you know, there's all. T I don't want to talk about the the enemy's darkness right now. I'm am I'm, I'm just saying that some people, their their hearts are in a different place. Their mouth are moving one way, but their hearts are a different place. Their hearts are plotting evil against uh, those who are quiet in the land. They 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 their hearts are desperately wicked, and they're cold hearted because their sin has made them. They're totally cut off from from the living God because of their sin they refuse to change they won't repent these are these are just 
these these are just the seed of Satan and they're destined for 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 uh Gehenna. They're destined they're destined like Judas, <laughs> the betrayer for for and I don't know who they are. Only the most high knows this, okay? So I don't wanna seem like um like uh, I'm I'm calling people out to go to hell. No, well, I don't know that. You know, d despite and I want to get in. That's why I'm talking about King Manasseh, because there is an opportunity while we're in the land of the living, you know, to transform our life. And there's people that even were Satanists that turn their their lifestyle, they they turn from their wickedness. So I, what I'm trying to get to is that there's people that mock for for eternal perdition. And <clears throat> because they refuse to repent, that's their per their choice. They refuse to repent, and then they're just not uh, sons and daughters of God, and that's that. So Manasseh was 12 years old. This is a king of Israel, and this is in Chronicles chapter 33, and I talked about this before, but I won't bring it up again. Manasseh, King Manasseh, was 12 years old when he began to re his reign, and he ruled for 50 years in Jerusalem. So in Jerusalem he reigned, Okay. But he did what was evil in Adonai's perspective, following the disgusting practices of the nations whom Adonai had expelled ahead of the people. And what was he doing? He worshipped Balaam. Right? He erected altars for Balaam. A foreign god worshipped all the army of heaven and served them. He erected the altars in the house of Adonai and concerning which Adonai had said, My name will be in Jerusalem forever. This is what he put these foreign gods he erected altars for all the army of heaven in two courtyards of the house of Adonai he made his and this is get this this is a, he, he did what's evil in according to Adonai's perspective he did what's evil in the sight of the Lord he made his children pass through the fire as a sacrifice okay he practiced soothsaying, divination, and sorcery, and he appointed mediums and persons who use spirit guides. He he did much that was evil from Adonai's perspective, thus provoking him to anger. He set the carved images of the idol he made in the house of God. Um, he just violated the house of God. <sighs> This this is just a descent into wickedness. It was so wicked that Manasseh caused, not only did he do this himself, but he caused Yehuda, Judah, and the people of Jerusalem to go astray so that they did even worse things than the nations from whom Adonai destroyed ahead of the people of Israel. So... Adonai spoke to Manasseh and to his people, but they paid no attention. They paid no attention. They paid no attention in verse 10. They paid no attention. Therefore, Adonai brought against them the commanders of the king of the Assyrian army. This And, and, and this is because Manasseh was violating the laws of the Most High, the way of life. He he was following the way of death. He was following following a curse. If only it says in scriptures, and this is in verse eight. Also, I will not remove the feet of Israel from the land I assigned your ancestors 
If only, if only they will take heed to obey every order I have given them. That is all the Torah, the laws, and the rulings that came through Moshe, Moses. But they, they went after these false gods. They were violating the first commandment of the living God. You shall have no other God before me. You shall put no other God before me. You shall have no other gods before me. Their hearts have grown cold and wayward. So they took Manasseh captive with hooks and bound him in chains and carried him off to Babel. They carried him off in hooks and chains. He was humiliated. Nothing could save him. Those gods that he was serving did not come out and save Manasseh when the hand of the living God was a, was enacting his wrath and anger upon Manasseh. Then when he was in distress, he began to appease the anger of Adonai, objectively humbling himself. He humbled himself. In scripture it says, if my people humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wickedness. I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. Manasseh humbled himself before the God of his ancestors. He prayed to him. And God was moved by his plea and paid attention to his entreaty and brought him back to Jerusalem, which he didn't have to do. He could have left him to be in the hands of the Assyrians. I mean, he could have left them there. That's what Manasseh deserved. He deserved that. He deserved that for forsaking the living God, for, for doing what was wicked and, and abominable in the eyes of the Lord, knowing the truth and forsaking it. He lost his way. But Most High, if we read, he paid attention to his entreaty, his petition, and brought him back to Jerusalem, to his kingly office, to his kingly estate. Then Manasseh understood that Adonai really is God. And it took that humbling for, for Manasseh to, to recognize the authority and sovereignty of the living God. And he attempted, as we read, you know, attempted to destroy. He removed the foreign gods and the idol from the house of Adonai and all the altars he had built on the hill of the house of Adonai and in Jerusalem and threw them out of the city. You know, but this lingering dysfunction remained in Israel later on that caused them to go into captivity. However, we, we do see an attempt to reconcile, this, this active attempt to reconcile, to, to undo the damage the the rot the germination that had that began to spread throughout of sin and disobedience thanks be to god for mercy for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god there's no one good no not one upon the earth and we all have sinned and gone astray we all have sinned we all we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god but God, but Adonai, we have restored fellowship. We have restored fellowship. I just keep repeating that to get our understanding. 
that we forsook our holy heritage, but it has been restored and it can be restored in Christ Jesus. Our holy heritage, our divine sonship in a general sense, our divine in the family of the living God, Adonai, Father of all seen and unseen, Lord of armies, Lord of hosts, Lord of spirits, Yahuwah Sabaoth, the cleanser, the redeemer, the healer, who brings restoration, Salah. Be merciful to me, O God, for man would swallow me up. This is Psalm 56. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. My enemies would hound me all day, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I am afraid, I trust in you. In Adonai, I will praise his word. In Adonai, I have put my trust. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what can flesh do to me. All day they twist my words, all their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together, they hide, they mock my steps, they lie in wait for my life. Shall they escape by iniquity? In anger cast them down the peoples, O God. You number my wanderings, put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know because God is for me. And I just pray, Lord, that you will guide us and lead us and that we will trust in you. That we shall not be moved. That we will put our trust in you and believe what your word says. That, that in us your name will be glorified. Be glorified upon the earth. That we will stand firm in faith, in unity, in one mind, the, your glorious children, Lord, all around the earth, Lord, being the light and salt of the earth, creative, innovative, Lord, your righteous sons and daughters of God in Christ Jesus, crying out every day, every night for their loved ones, for those around them, for people they don't even know. We're crying out for deliverance. We're crying out, Lord, that only you can deliver us. Only you can deliver us. Only you can save us, Lord. And I know you put people in place in the name of Jesus, Lord. You put men and women in place, Lord, to bring about your glory upon the earth. We just pray that more men and women of God, men and women of integrity, take positions of authority, Father, to take positions of authority. May we walk in our authority as sons and daughters of the living God that we may bring more good than evil upon the earth, that we may promote more good than evil upon the earth, that we may bring more life upon the earth and not death, that we bring more life upon the earth, Lord, through your peace, Lord, that your name will be glorified upon the earth, the one true living God, Lord, uh, in, in the name of Jesus. Pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray for everyone listening, Lord, that your name will be glorified. That your name will be glorified in them, Lord, that they will be have shalom peace in the name of Jesus. Shalom peace. That your name will be glorified upon the earth, Lord. And uh, I just want to encourage you to rest in God, to rest in Adonai, to lead you and to guide you and to teach you. And as we uh, approach new endeavors, a new era, we're entering into a new era, 
that the that the Most High's name will be glorified, and that we will be vessels of of love and light. We will be vessels of love, the true light, not a false light, the true light of God, and walk in that truth, live in that truth, be obedient in that truth, in love, because we know the commandments of God is to bring us life and Yeshua summed up the commandments as stated in this broadcast and transmission is to love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And this is the law summed up in love. And that love brings loving obedience and we're called to be obedient. Faith without works is dead. You know, we walk by faith, not by we walk by faith, not by sight. And even if we can't see the outcomes, we can't see the promise, we walk towards that promise by faith. As Abraham did, as as the great patriarchs in Hebrews 11, as, as we, we read about those men and women, Sarah uh, had faith. They had faith. And that's what we have to maintain, belief. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without belief, it is impossible. Without trust, it's impossible. Without that dependency, it's impossible to please God. So works. These faith and works go hand in hand. They're harmonious. Our works are expression of our faith. We help the poor. We help the widow. We're blessed to be a blessing. We 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 help the we we help the those who are in need. Not with a false sense of compassion, but according to the the will of the heavenly Father, according to the word of God. Um. We we are, we show pity and compassion, and we help one another, in this world. We don't exploit one another for our own gain. And this is this is gonna help humanity thrive and grow because we have suffering and pain in this world because of our sin, because of our waywardness, because of our greed, because of because of all these adversarial seduction, like I mentioned before, that has propelled humanity into this downward spiral. And some are seduced in participating in that and bringing down humanity. But as sons and daughters of God, we're meant to uplift humanity. You ever be around a negative person that just, they're very negative and they can bring down the mood of an entire group of people because of their negativity and their bad energy that they have, that they just bring everybody down? And maybe you entered happily and then all of a sudden you're just completely uh, filled with dread, anxiety, or fear because of what they bring to the table, what they, what they, professing with their mouth with their spreading with their energy and then you look at the difference between and, and it's really it's just down and they leave and you just feel like your heart is sinking compared to somebody who's uh very upbeat laughing joyful maybe you're feeling down you had a hard day what does it feel like when um uh, sometimes it, you, maybe you had a rough day you you, you you just had an awful day okay and and you have these beautiful young children run up to you, hug you, laugh, and 
and and you're like wow you know this you know my the 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 the, the pain of the day begins to disappear i'm just talking about this this childlike energy this childlike uh positivity that people bring that's being positive uplifting being around someone like that can uplift the entire group. They may be struggling with something. Someone who's positive has has bring the love, brings the joy, brings the brings the life to the party. They call it, and everyone's uplifted by their presence. How pleasurable it is to be in that pl- their their presence. How pleasurable and beneficial it is to to speak to that person because you know when you speak to them you're not going to feel worse after talking to them you're actually going to feel better maybe you're going to feel listened to maybe you're going to maybe they have the 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 wisdom to actually listen it's somebody you can listen to doesn't over talk you doesn't I'm what I'm trying to say is that there's benefits to being positive they call it it's not positive tox toxicity positive toxicity I'm talking about focusing on what is good and holy and just true justice True fairness and being the light and salt of the earth and love. And sometimes that's, that brings tough talk. I know that. I, I talk about that. Love doesn't mean being a doormat. Love doesn't mean, oh, it's okay. You can just, you know, do that. I, I'm not going to, I'm just going to shut up and sit down. No, I mean, lovingly express the truth. Lovingly. That's the key. Lovingly. Some people express the truth through their arrogance. That, does that mix? We got to express the truth in love, right? And and humility to know that we were once sinners. We were once, and and we are redeemed by the blood of the lamb. We fall, we're weak, we we fail, we we do, we sin. And we have a way back to get up and get back on the field. Get up, get, run our race, endure and walk by faith. To the to endure and work out our salvation, cling to the Most High. This is the whole purpose of life: to cling, to listen to Him, to follow what He says. You know, and we participate. We take counsel with God, not another thing. We take counsel with God, and that we we can bring about a better world for our children and grandchildren and children's children, the 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 next generation the next generation of human beings and may they be more righteous may they uphold the truth of the heavenly father may they be more courageous than we ever were upon the earth because that is what's going to make this world a better place this earth that the most God created for human beings and it will be restored i know there's the the, the scriptures teach this this earth realm will be re- restored you know this and and uh we we will have victory over the dark forces, we will we are victorious already. In fact, the judgment has already been cocla- declared. We're all, we're just living it out. This is a certainty, by the way. This is a certainty. So I just want to encourage us as we hear about different things happen here and there that we can stand firm. We know that um, there's people upon the earth. They 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 refuse to change. They don't fear God. They have no fear of God. But we know that the fear of God can come upon people where no fear was because the wrath of God, the Most High is nothing to mess with. This is judgment time. We want to be clear of that. We want to we want to be hidden <laughs> by the Most High. We want to just walk and be restored vessels of the living God. The healing, this, this, this month of healing, this month of restoration, we want to cling to that truth and to, so we can be the light and soft and just do what's good and speak up the truth in a loving way 
and begin to do good works. Look at the enemy already got so much territory. We we need we need to take back territory. We need to get on our our knees. We fight our battle on our knees. You know, and just take a moment of silence for Charles Stanley, great warrior of God. Passed on to glory. He said you fight you fight the battle on your knees. That's what we have to do. We have to keep moving forward in Christ, in God. We as completely one moving forward for humanity's sake. And I know we have disagreements. When, well, I'm not here to debate all that. All I know is that as human beings, because there's a quest to turn us into cyborgs and alter our DNA, you know, just alter us. And, and these, these are set forth. If you look at people who are pushing this is sometimes you listen to them you're like whoa this person's godless or oh, this person wants to create you know the, the, a false idol or this person is like crafting a false idol it may not be chipped with wood maybe it's by technology they're building a, a false idol for people to worship what is worship it's just giving your lifestyle over to something else that isn't god the li true one true living god they have no fear of God. They don't even, they don't believe they don't believe in God. They're servants of Satan. Sometimes they're servants of Satan. They worship actually Satan. Ha Satan. They worship Satan. We just want to know where we stand. We want to we want to know where we stand. That our names are written in the book of life. We don't rejoice that we have authority over these demonic voices. Voices. We rejoice that we, our names are written in the book of life. And that's where we want to stay, written in the book of life. And nothing will take us out of the hand of the living God. We are sealed vessels of the living God. So that concludes the broadcast. And I hope that blessed you. And I hope you were encouraged. And I hope that we can have more creative innovation on the earth without blocks, obstacles, barriers, or difficulties. And humanity gets to experience the productivity that other humans have created or continue to create or come up with in their minds and not blocked in because we have people upon the earth that want to destroy humanity and off the face of the planet and, and, and create something else and call it evolution. And it's a downright replacement. You know, we see this activity happening where the women's being replaced. You know, this aspiration to replace women. Um, what it is, you know, as this activity to replace what a human being is and alter. You know, we, we're given creative endowment and that's being hijacked. But, but we shall continue our quest. Uh, may the voices of the sons and daughters of God prevail over the voices of Baal and the prophets of Baal, and the voices and messengers of the evil adversary. Thanks again. May you have a blessed and glorious week. And uh, thank you for listening to this broadcast and tuning in. And uh, shalom, peace. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give his peace. Give you his peace. We shall rise to have life and life more abundantly. Salutes. <laughs>